You're listening to an Otaku Cast, your number one Australian gaming and random subjects podcast show. Join me each Saturday as I do a podcast about gaming and also throw in some other fun stuff such as covers of songs and radio plays. Every Saturday on YouTube, SoundCloud, your iPod or wherever you want to watch it, it's all up to you. You're listening to an Otaku Cast. I'm James, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Otaku Casts, your number one Australian gaming and random podcast channel. Today, we will be talking about consoles and gaming platforms, as there have been a lot of changes throughout the years and a lot of changes coming. This also ties in with our first podcast on gaming. But, as normal, let's begin with a look into this week's gaming. This week saw a few new games, including Call of Duty Infinite Warfare and Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered for most platforms. Also, new titles such as Owlboy, Root Letter, Super Dungeon Bros, and Hitman Episode 6 came out. Fun fact, Owlboy has actually been in development for 10 years. It was meant to be released in 2011, but the development took a lot longer than they had planned. So, with that insightful information into game production, let's get into tonight's topic. In the first Otaku cast, we talked all about the history of video games. While talking about this topic, we slightly discussed a few of the first consoles that were out, and I've been finding quite a bit more information recently. So, I thought we could delve a little deeper into the world of gaming platforms. Consoles first appeared in the 1970s, with Magnavox releasing the Odyssey, which was the first home console that could be connected to a TV. Before then, games were played on massive computers connected to machines called vector displays. There's a long and technical information about this that you can find online. Just look up Vector Monitor on Wikipedia or Google or anywhere. It's a very interesting read and I definitely recommend it, but I do not have time to go through absolutely everything tonight as much as I would like to. The Odyssey sold over 100,000 units, but it wasn't until Atari released Pong that it became a real success. All the information that I'm reading can be found on Wikipedia, and there is a link in the description of this podcast on your respective platforms. As I mentioned, this also ties into our first episode, so a link to the YouTube video of that can be found in the description, so feel free to check that out. In the 80s, the first console of the second generation came out. The most popular of this era was the Atari 2600, and I'm sure many of our older listeners would be able to remember that. Still during the 80s came the third generation of consoles, with more memorable consoles that are nostalgic for many people today. In this era, the NES was released, which, side note, they are creating a new version of today, and I am super, super duper excited to get one of these. It costs $60 and will be available this Friday, the 11th of November. It comes with 30 pre-installed games, all original titles and graphics from the original NES. It also comes with one original controller, and I am so excited I could go on and on about this for ages, but look up NES 2016 and you'll find what I mean. Also in this era was the Sega Mega System, 
which was made to compete with the NES. Already in the 80s, Sega and Nintendo were fighting. Will they ever learn? What was your first console? I'm very interested to hear about the variations between generations and companies, so comment below on SoundCloud or YouTube so we can share stories. My first gaming console was a PlayStation 2, and I recently recovered it from my grandparents' house to play Spy vs. Spy with my friends on it. After that, if you've been following and you know how to use numbers, came the fourth generation. The Game Boy was released in 1989 and brought games to handheld. Sega also released the well-known Sega Mega Drive in this time. In the fifth generation, the first PlayStation was released in 1994 and brought Sony into the gaming industry. Then in the 2000s, the PlayStation 2 came out along with the Xbox 360 Nintendo DS, and many other well-known consoles such as the PSP. Currently we are in the 8th generation of consoles. Consoles such as the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PlayStation Vita are dominating our games, especially with the announcement of the new Nintendo Switch, which we have come a long way with our consoles, and lots and lots of people are getting excited for the new Switch, as you can change from TV to mobile in the click of a button quite literally and there are so many new game titles that are coming to it and if you watch the release video you'll even see what looks like an Elder Scrolls game on there which some people are quite confused about but I'm sure the answers are out there. We've also changed over time with the way that our games are stored and delivered. First games were on cartridges which were often quite big and bulky. Then came tape drives and floppy disks followed by optical media such as the CDs. Now the ways of getting games is completely different. Games can be downloaded right off the internet through platforms such as Steam and Good Old Games and many other ones like that. We have more online interaction than people would ever have imagined. I can play online with someone from the other side of the world with little to no delay. But let's not forget in all this talk that consoles aren't the only platform. Computers are just as big and they have had plenty of changes too. Games have been on computers for a very long time. Our old computer from when I was younger was already able to run games such as Croc Legend of the Gobbos and came pre-installed with Solitaire, Mahjong and Minesweeper. I actually got Croc Legend of the Gobbos working on my new Windows 10 computer and it's such a nostalgic moment to go back and play that game from the older days. This is one thing that consoles didn't used to have but are beginning to get these days, pre-installed games. Microsoft just loves giving you games, and they have always given the previously mentioned games. Even with Windows 10, you are being advised to download their new and improved versions of these games, and there are lots more options pre-installed like Adara and Pinball FX, which are actually worth the look. Computers are now becoming an easy source to play video games, as discs are easy to use, and online platforms like Steam, Origin and Uplay are even easier as you can download them off the internet. I have way more games than I have discs, and all of this is thanks to Steam. Computers are also creating an easy way to play online with more people, but consoles are catching up with this idea now. Forums are being created everywhere for gamers to interact and give help with games, and Steam allows you to instantly join a friend in a game that you both play. Often I find myself playing games with my friends thanks to the Steam option. 
Speaking of Steam, the platform itself could be considered a console. They have their own controller and a virtual reality headset available, and you can get basically any game imaginable stored on there. With all of them listed, I have saved them across computers. I've changed computers three times and all my games still have the same save files from the original computer. Unfortunately, computers also do have a downside, as you are easily able to torrent a video game off the internet. This is not very good for the developers of the game, as they're not earning money off of this game that they've poured hours upon hours upon hours into creating for you. So, if the option is there, please do not torrent a video game. It is also illegal in most countries, so don't go breaking the law to play a video game. It is usually cheap and there will be sales when the game is even cheaper than it already is. So, give a thumbs up to the developers and actually pay for the game rather than torrenting it off the internet. It's also the legal way. Well, thank you for tuning in to another Otaku Cast. We are currently recording lots of stuff for next week's special item, so please make sure to stay tuned for that. We are also recording some for future podcasts, so make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and on iTunes, so you can see and receive them as soon as we upload. And follow us on SoundCloud, so you'll be advised when we release them. As usual, if you have a theme to suggest for a podcast, feel free to comment below or message us on YouTube or SoundCloud with it. Next week's theme is robots, so make sure to tune in then to hear more as I have lots of fun real-life experiences and fun information to share with you. Thank you once again for joining me this week, and I will see you next time. This is James, signing out. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Casts. Make sure to join back next week to catch me on our next topic. Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on SoundCloud so that you can see when we release a new Otaku cast. Make sure to tell your friends to subscribe too so they'll be able to hear us and then you can discuss it throughout the week. And if you've got a suggestion for a topic, feel free to let us know. I'll see you next Saturday, same time, same place, for an otaku cast.